Main Street to Wall Street, global business celebrity and former Fortune 100 C-suite executive Jeffrey Hazlett takes you inside the good, the bad, and the ugly of businesses today. Saddle up. It's time for All Business with Jeffrey Hazlett. Hey, my guest today is on a mission to give a million dollars to charity every single year. Why and how does he get to accomplish that? I'll tell you, and we'll talk about it in the show. He is a transformational coach teaching other entrepreneurs and business owners to grow their business, to gain more freedom, and pursue their passion. And he is a passionate guy. He even talks about how he puts in a process to take three months off off during the year. Who does that? That's awesome. Only guy I know that does that is Warren Buffett. He, of course, says that. And that's a guy that's working more on his business than in his business. I'm talking about Mike Skripnik. He is the CEO and founder of Grow, Get, Give Coaching, the author of Entrepreneur Secrets to a Grow, Get, Give Life, and a bestseller and someone who wants to live his passion seven days a week. Mike, welcome to All Business with Jeffrey Hazlett. Thank you, Jeffrey. How are you doing today? I am doing great. I'm in Los Angeles, just south of you a little ways, you know, not too far down the coast, but, you know, halfway down. It's the, West good to have- coast life- <laughs> the West Coast lifestyle is great. You know, I like West Coast. You get up early, you get done, but I end up working all night. You know, I was talking to Australia last night to about midnight and then got up at three this morning. So, you know, you, you, you know, when business is calling, you got to answer that phone. No question about that. <laughs> hey, I got to ask you, how are you giving away a million dollars every year to charity and why are you doing it? <laughs> yeah, by the way, and good for you. Uh, <laughs> I, well... <laughs> about the Jeff Hazlett charity. You ready for that one? I'm ready. Yeah, for the, the foundation, right? Uh, it it wasn't, you know, it was it was one of those things. Like, you know, a dozen years ago, we were struggling uh, worldwide with the financial uh, crisis, right? Yep. Uh, and it was another major economic, um, you know, you know, bang. Like everybody was getting getting clipped. And I was in the middle of my investment management career. Uh, serving affluent families and helping them consider how to invest, right? And, you know, it just struck me as I, as the markets are ticking down and we're like cut in half by that time in October of 2008, I was just like, this is not my life. This is not the life I wanted to live five days a week. I'm Wall Street Gordon Gecko, And on the weekends and evenings, I'm volunteer coach, uh, you know, great family man, all this stuff, you know? So I was just trying to figure out how do I do this? How do I reset? We had an opportunity then to reset and I decided to put a really big freaking goal out there. And uh, and I said, well, how do I give a million dollars away to charity? I'm in the hoarding industry. How do I make it a giving one? And how do I build a business like that so I can live a passion seven days a week? So on I went. Oh, that's fantastic. So grow, grow your business, get more freedom and give back, which I love. So, and you decided to shift into coaching entrepreneurs. Was there, you know, was there a real turning point, you know, some kind of aha moment, something that caused you to say, I'm giving up all that. I'm really going to go in and do this and I'm going to pick entrepreneurs and why, and why entrepreneurs? Well, you know, I started my investment management business, analyzing stocks, taking companies public, uh, doing all that financing work and corporate type finance, right? And then ultimately analyzing companies for investments for decades. And here I was with this $1 million goal. I didn't know how to do it, how to build a business. I was the fox in the hen house. No one trusted advisors at that time. 
but I figured out a way to build a business that offered me the opportunity to have the impact. Um, it grew 10 times in about five and a half, six years. And at the same time, I was able to take time off. And so at the end of a period, I was like, well, I'm going to sell this business, move out of investment management, teach everybody in the entrepreneurial world uh, what I learned along the way about and by the way, I was able to give $12.5 million charity by that point. So I crushed the goal. And all it was, was a bigger goal than uh, the business I was in, really, I thought. And so here I am uh, with all these lessons I'd learned along the way about creating a successful business and selling it. And at the exact same time, I'd been counseling baby boomers. Now, this group of people, a wonderful group of people who had always set the tone they were all business people who had sold their businesses, retired, and were moving on to another phase of their lives. And they always told me this. They said, if I had only known this 20 years ago, I would have been even better off. I would have had more impact. And so I just took that information and that wisdom, and I redirected it. And I said, well, how, how am I going to help those people 20 years earlier? And obviously, that's like the 35 to 55-year-old entrepreneur, the people who are in their mid-careers struggling to find that impact. Yeah, that's fantastic. And that's the way to do it. I should also mention that Mike's got a podcast on C-Suite Radio, which we appreciate as well, because man, we are growing. We're just everywhere right these days. You also wrote this title of a book, um, which was titled Entrepreneur Secrets to a Grow, Get, Give Life. Tell me more about the genesis of the book. Uh, simply, I basically had to go out and learn from mentors, right? When I was trying to figure out this new path for myself, uh, nothing about how to do it, I had to seek out some of the absolute best mentors, coaches that I could find in North America. And, you know, I, I was always a person who I would consider very coachable. And so I just took what they gave me as good advice, executed it, and every single thing that I implemented, either that I was taught or that I learned through that period of time, I just simply put it all into a readable form and put it in my book. That's my fifth book. So it was really a culmination of all the things that packaged up to make it a success. And I wanted to just share it. And it turned out to be a great big book uh, that was bigger than expected. But really, it's all the things that were usable, implementable, and uh, helped me corner or create a niche business in a market that really wasn't, you know, I basically rose above a commoditized market with a very unique strategy and I can teach others how to do it. And I thought, well, that's how I'll share it. And another big success, a bestseller. You were on bestseller TV on C-Suite TV as well. And uh, it just rose to the very tops all across the all across the board on Amazon and Barnes and Noble. I, what's the equivalent of Barnes and Noble in Canada? Is there one? <laughs> we have Indigo books. Indigo. Oh, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. yeah, yeah, sure. Yeah. yeah it well, used to be chapters. Yeah. Well, fantastic. Hey, listen, let's take a quick break and we'll be right back after this message. C-Suite Radio. And we are back and we're live casting on LinkedIn and Facebook. And you were talking with Mike Skrebnik. Now, Mike is a international coach, a five-time bestseller and or host on C-Suite Radio. We love him. And he's all about grow and get and give. And we're going to talk about that in a second. But you're listening to All Business with Jeffrey. Is it right here on C-Suite Radio, the world's largest business podcast network, as we broadcast or live cast every single day. And of course, you're seeing, those of you who are watching us on Facebook and LinkedIn, you're watching us actually tape the episodes of our podcast, which we'll put out on C-Suite Radio. Now, Mike, you've got three terms that you often talk about in your book. 
It's for grow, it's mountain of credibility, forget it's freedom rules and forgive, it's the big impact giving process. Can you explain each of those? Yeah, you know, early on, Jeff, as the fox in the hen house where everybody was barring their offices, I was trying to serve charities, philanthropists, you know, large donors, and I was a financial service guy and they didn't trust me. And I had to learn how to gain credibility so I had instant access, right? And it was a process of writing articles, being interviewed, being on the radio, on TV, and ultimately writing a book, which I think puts you at the peak of your mountain of credibility. So what I do in my book is I teach, and through my coaching, I teach people how to create that mountain of credibility so you attract people and you no longer have to sell out or you have to, you don't have to cold call anymore. And that's kind of the thing that we all wish we didn't have to do, right? is we were able to attract the right and ideal client to our business. As far as get goes, well, uh, let me go back, let me go back, let me go back to mountain of credibility. Cause I don't want to yeah, get of off of that. Because I think that's a big, big, huge point. Cause right now with the way businesses are having to go digital, as I've been saying, and listen, days are weeks, weeks are months, months are years. You've got to change your business model in a matter of months. Now, now you can't wait for next year. You got to do it now. And right. the best thing that can do that is give you that mountain of credibility. I love that term. I, you know, I didn't hear it again until I saw your, read your book and got to know you a little bit better. And I went, holy crap, I wish I would have come up with that. Because the more mountain of credibility, you're, you've got to create content now and you have to be credible, right? That's a big thing. Well, and, and C-Suite is doing this in uh, spades. And that is creating an opportunity and a platform for people in their business, business owners, C-suite executives and thought leaders to actually uh, build their mountain of credibility through TV interviews, podcasts. This is what the new reality is. And that is an online credibility resource because essentially, and I, I'm sorry to say this, but content is now free. Oh. And it used to be that content had great value and no longer are we seeing that. We're having this race to the bottom for free content but at the same time, those who move to elevate their customers, put other people on a pedestal and give them those tools, um, will begin to lead the charge. And uh, you're doing it with C-Suite Network. I'm doing it with my coaching family. And it's an absolute resource. So then, obviously, when they go into their marketplace, they have this degree of instant credibility. <laughs> Absolutely. Sp spot on. In fact, I'm going to hold up a sheet of paper right here in front of the camera. This is You're going to see it here first. <laughs> I'm creating the content cyclone model. I've been drawing these little cyclones for a long time. And I've been talking about the thought value leadership, you know, the thought chain, the value, the value chain of that. And boy, this mountain of credit, man, that looks like a mountain of credibility right there. You got to be able to build. Hey, let's talk about get, I love this one, get more freedom. Yeah, it's freedom rules. What's that all about? So freedom rules are kind of the byproduct of success. Uh, usually entrepreneurs or business owners are working too much. Um, they're doing okay, but they just can't get any time to enjoy themselves, enjoy their family, and quite frankly, be innovative and creative. And so I created these freedom rules for myself that block time. They were able to give me three months a year off out of work so I could spend time with my family doing things I love. And they all rely on people, processes, and systems. When you put people, good people in place, the right people in place, you develop processes for every single thing in your business and you build in the systems you need to get the leverage, suddenly you get the freedom away from your business to think more, just like Buffett spends more time thinking and reading these days than actually working. Um, I call that working, quite frankly. 
So processes give you freedom, but people, processes, and systems give you scale. What about give? Yeah, the give and its impact on giving process. Talk about that. Ultimately, most people who are attracted to work with me and why it all started for me in the first place was that I have an impact mindset and a desire to leave a legacy to my kids' kids, you know, ultimately so they know my first name. When I'm long gone, they'll remember me and the values I stood for. And in order to do that, I need to reach beyond my life. So giving originally was about philanthropy and really about redirecting capital, that $1 million goal. But over the years, it's really evolved to be about how great you give to yourself, your family, your community, and then the causes that matter most to you. And you can actually do it all at the same time. And I teach entrepreneurs who have an idea that their life is bigger than the one they live in and beyond in the world. I teach them how they can do this and bring it into their business every single day. So they're moving towards a bigger goal, the, the impact that they always wished they had but didn't know how to do. You know, and I'm financially, I was able to help people leverage a $5,000 gift to a half a million dollar gift. So I have some tools in that regard as well. So on the financial side, it would be amazing if I helped 100 entrepreneurs over the next decade redirect a million dollars of their tax money charitable giving, we could have a $100 million impact. So, you know, on a big picture, that's a pretty big next goal. Is that your next goal? Because you've already given away 12.5 million. If that wasn't big enough, is the next one then 100 million? And is that US or is that US or Canadian money? That's what we oh, that'd be USD these days. <laughs> uh, I'm not taking that 40% discount. So, yeah. <laughs> so really, uh, you know, I would, I would love that. And inch by inch, step by step, um, an entrepreneur, owner, at a time, one at a time, we're going to be able to create, you know, the, the money and the time they need to have the success to consider how they might redirect a future um, legacy of wealth or otherwise, right? And, you know, I, I don't know, if I help somebody impact uh, 100 new employees, have 100 new employees in their business because they grew so much, uh, I think that that leverages that out even more. So um, I don't know how exactly that's going to happen, but we do, and I do have the tools I've done it before. I've helped others realize that for themselves, and I can help others uh, going forward. And I'm basically trying to take the wisdom that people that were much older who've done it and gone there before shared with me, and I'm, I'm a conduit to that information. Uh, I tell you what, I love being a conduit. And speaking of being conduit, I need to take another break, and we'll be right back after this message. C-Suite Radio. And we are back. We're talking with Mike Skripnik. He is an international coach, all about grow your business, get more freedom, and give back. And check out his book, Entrepreneurial Secrets to a Grow, Get, Give Life, bestseller. He's on Bestseller TV. He's also a host on C-Suite Radio. I'm telling you, this guy is everywhere. He's out of Vancouver, Canada. We're glad to have him across the border today because when it comes to podcasts on C-Suite Radio, hey, we are worldwide. And I mean, we are. We have listeners from all over the world. In fact, my second largest audience for all business with Jeffrey Hazel right here on C-Suite Radio is India. India, after the U.S. and Canada, which I kind of lumped together because, like, we're one big, like, we're cousins, we're friend, we're family. Although some days you never know with Trump, you never know. But we consider everybody. Let me ask you a question, Mike. We talk about Canada a little bit, and you've operated in the U.S. and Canada. Do you see a big difference in 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 the way we operate businesses? Uh, very stereotypical. Uh, can- Canadians are pretty polite, and uh, and they're humble by nature. Yeah. What? We're not humble? Are you kidding me? Seriously? Oh, 
We, Listen, we may not Trump embrace the, the uh, rugged Trump individualism. Is, <laughs> Trump is the most humble person I know. <laughs> so awesome. And I feel that way too, obviously, yeah. all the time. Uh, <laughs> but here, you know, uh, there's, so there's this degree of um, unwillingness to put your head above the crowd so much. It's not celebrated in the same way, although greatness is celebrated, you know, high performance is celebrated, but not in the same way. Um, and in Canada, they believe uh, there's a kind of a belief that, you know, that's for other for other people who are more motivated, you know, in, in a lot of cases. And I don't mean we're lazy. It's just it's just kind of a, a thing, a little bit of a thing. Different lifestyle. Yeah, a different lifestyle. And when I go down and hang out with uh, my American colleagues and counterparts, I get this huge uh, upswing of everybody. Every single person believes they could run the biggest company there ever was. Like every single person, regardless of whether they have the skills or not. They all have the willingness and the willingness to invest heavily in it. And I think a lot more of that could uh, be part of our culture. I, I know I see it in glimmers uh, in the business community and the, oh, and the people I coach here in Canada. Uh, but, you know, it's that's, I think, a big difference is that just the belief that you wake up every day thinking the world is your oyster and you need to go get it. Right. Uh, that's a big difference. You know, we talk about these protests that we're seeing here in the U.S. versus, and we could say versus Canada. I saw a sign here recently online or a, a little link online that says Canadians protesting, Canadians riot. And I thought, what? So I clicked on it and it showed a woman holding a sign saying, we're really, really, really upset. <laughs> Big difference there. Big difference. That's hey. like the Canadian car chase with two cars spinning their wheels in the snow. <laughs> That's funny. How about, uh, let's talk about business transition that we've seen over the last few months. Has there been as much business pivoting or transitioning in Canada as we're seeing here in the U.S.? Yeah, no question. Uh, it's very similar. You know, yeah. we've all been forced onto one big pipeline of information, right, into the internet, into the online community. And without a doubt, that's uh, grasped the hold of uh, Canadians as well. Anyone in business has had to figure out how to operate remotely. Um, we are in a vast, vast country with a lot of space and a lot of land. Uh, we have very inclement weather for a good chunk of the year. So um, Canadians, quite frankly, have embraced remote working uh, a lot in the past. But really, the cultural shift of having to be in the office has, has changed just as much in Canada as it has anywhere. Uh, and in fact, probably more because on a Monday morning when you have to shovel out your driveway to get to work. Now, fortunately, I live on the West Coast. It's no longer my challenge. But when it was, it added an extra hour on both ends of your commute. And that's just no way to live. And so with the remote live, learning and remote uh, working, I think there's a huge opportunity. And more and more people are interested in accessing it. Well, and you've got to figure out this digital model. Every single person has to do that. I don't care whether you're a coach, an author, speaker, you know, a business first responder, or you're running any type of business. You've got to get to more of this just based on what we've just seen. That's why it gets back. That's why I love that mountain of credibility. You've got to go out and create your own, you know, content, you know, cyclone, as much content as you possibly can become the expert, become the, the subject matter expert there and be the one that leads the category. So what's, what's the most important thing you tell people to do right now in order to help them thrive and drive during these uncertain times? Well, I, I think any entre entrepreneur owner has an opportunity if anything, to look in the opportunity to attract customers in a unique way and add a business model or a business stream. 
so that even if they go back to their original traditional model, now they have this extra business unit. So at the very least, if you create a brand new digital path for creating revenue and attracting new clients, um, maybe you lean on it. Maybe that's your entire new platform going forward. But secondary to that is you may actually have it as a brand new business unit that adds revenue, bolsters your um, ups and downs that you're going to get in a normal business and a traditional business, and maybe reduces the size and the scope of your footprint when you're in uh, brick and mortar. So I think that's a big, big, uh, meaningful transitional point. Yeah, I, and I'm I'm getting back to the cyclone, you know, almost like a hurricane in a, in a in an ocean where you've got all these different wings, and you have to get these wings out there to really attract that business. Or what you're saying is different layers, different tracks to be able to have different tracks of business, but different tracks of laying it out. Because we've all been using email, we've all been using maybe even direct mail or television or maybe podcast ads, all kinds of different things. You're just going to have to think a different way and be able to get that in there. And by the way, never forget word of mouth. Oh. Word of mouth is the biggest thing you can still do today. I don't care, digital or non-digital, but you know, think about every good digital model that's up for works. They, they give you a, a credit if you refer a friend. Uh, well, just think something that for me, and, and I'm going to plug podcasting here for you, Jeffrey, because I just, in the last two months, I did six different podcasts. I've got 10 lined up going forward. I've got three tomorrow on this one. Um, so right now I'm embracing that opportunity for the social credibility that um, having other people talk to, having an opportunity to share who you are genuinely, authentically in a conversation with the rest of the marketplace and access new markets is incredibly powerful. And I've embraced it totally by um, looking to be a guest as well as a host. So being on both sides of it, you can line up a new podcast every single week for the next two years, really. There's that many and that many opportunities. And I found an incredible um, reflection in how many new followers I'm getting on LinkedIn and Facebook, unsolicited 20, 30, 40 a day uh, for the last 10 days when I started running all these things. And I look and right in there, there's the person, the host of the podcast is one of the connected friends. So clearly they're working. Um, it's very powerful. And I think people underestimate the power of that tool. Amen. Amen. Well, I thank you for telling people about it. We're talking with Mike Skripnik, the CEO and founder of Grow, Get, Give Coaching. So grow your business, get more freedom and give back. Check out his book. Well, all five of his books. Check out his podcast on C-Suite Radio. You are not going to want to miss it. And who knows, maybe he'll give you that million dollars that he gives away every single year. <laughs> you'll, certainly get that, you'll certainly get that information. Mike, what a pleasure to have you. And thanks for being involved with the C-Suite Network and being right here on All Business with Jeffrey Hazlett on C-Suite Radio. Been an absolute pleasure. Thank you, Jeffrey. At the end of every show, I like to talk about what I learned. A couple of things. You heard me talk about the mountain of credibility. I love that term because you need a mountain of credibility. You want to dominate your category. And I mean it. You want to be create a category and dominate the category. And that's one of the big things we do here at C-Suite uh, you know, Network is help you to accelerate your business by you know, owning the category and becoming your own media company. That's big. So we're a real believer in it. But you know the takeaway today? The freedom rules. I love that. You know, block out your time. What are you doing to block out your time that nothing gets in the middle of this? I have a certain time of day, which I block out about an hour and a half a day for just sales calls, just making sales calls. Now, I don't schedule anything in there. It's blocked off. My team knows it's blocked off. Don't you mess with that time. 
uh, because that's the time in which I really need to spend time working through my CRM system and working on the things I knew for the big deals I've got to go out and get completed, whether they're acquisitions or whether they're partnerships, whether they're advertising for a podcast network or a TV network. You know, those are the things I've got to do. So freedom rules. Love it. And Thank you so much for listening in every single day to uh, C-Suite Radio and to All Business with Jeffrey Hizzett right here on C-Suite Radio. Don't forget, tell your friends, and I look forward to seeing you tomorrow. You're listening to All Business with Jeffrey Hazlett, brought to you by C-Suite Radio, a podcast network featuring today's top business experts and is part of the C-Suite Network, the world's most trusted network of C-Suite executives. Find this and other business podcasts on c-suiteradio.com. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.